Mana tetawai satu? Oi, dua lah. Oh, dua, 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 dua. Hi guys and welcome back to OTT. This is Aaron and I'll be doing a solo segment today. I got something a little different for you guys. Uh, on a segment we'd like to call OMG or Only Malaysian Goodness, where I try to bring someone in from behind the scenes of filmmaking in Malaysia. Today I have the DOP or the director of photography for Dan Koo's recent web series Cupid Co. Here to talk a little bit more about what it means to be a DOP in Malaysia is a uh, Chun. Hey. Hi, welcome to the show, Chun. Well, thank you. How's your day today? Very good. Very good. All right. So, talking about Cupid Co, what was the experience like working as a DOP for Danku? But first of all, what is a DOP? Uh, so, DOP is a director of photography and is the person who's in charge of the visuals for the show, for the film. For the film, ah, I yes. see. So basically, you you set up the shots and decide on the lighting mood and tone based on feedback from director. Exactly. So I work um, hand in hand with the director. Um, he tells me what he wants in terms of mood feel, uh, and I translate that onto the screen for him. Ah, right, right. And uh, Cupid Co is was directed by Ernest Ng. Uh, one of uh, Dan Ko's uh, compatriots. Yes. So, what was the overall production like over at Cupid Co? Was it? Uh, could you just tell me more details about w- how they got you in and maybe uh, a bit of your background? Okay. Well, I'll start off a bit about myself. Um, uh, I studied film in Santa Barbara, California, mm. a school called Brooks Institute of Photography. Um, okay. That was right. like in uh, the early nineties. Early nineties. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, I did my degree there. Uh, I finished like the mid nineties, and I teamed up with a uh, college mate of mine, Thai guy. Um, oh, okay. We went to Bangkok to set up a film production company. Oh, really? Yeah. So okay. it was quite ambitious because I mean we're quite young and, and I you know this jumps straight into it, right? That youthful. Uh yeah. Exuberance. Yeah. You know, sometimes it just, uh, yeah. <laughs> I get it, I get it. <laughs> yep, so we wanted to produce our own feature and um, uh, mm. we had to pitch the script around. Uh, in the meantime, we shot commercials. Ah, I see. Yeah. Was it like spec commercials, not commissioned by anyone? Uh, no, we uh, worked with some production houses. Oh, I see, I yeah. see. So he would be the DOP and I would be the, the gaffer. The, oh, the gaffer, okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. So that's, so that's how you started. Then her... Yes. Uh, how did they bring you about for Cupid Co? So Cupid Co, um, the producer, um, he he called me up because I worked with him uh, on a couple of projects before. Ah, I see. Right. Yeah, and he introduced me to the team. And uh, when I found out it was for iFlix, I was quite excited. And I've always wanted to shoot uh, miniseries. Mm, I see. I yeah. So um, that was a good opportunity. And I quite like the tone of Cupid Co. I quite like the how the mood and tone. Was the references that you guys that you got to be more on the the darker side on more of a thriller sort of mood and uh, tone? Yes, yes. Uh, I always like to do shoot dark stuff. So, um, ah. yeah, I tend to veer towards that side. So yeah, I spoke with the director. That that was kind of yeah the the mood that we want to go for. I see. Any any particular reason why why you you tend to you, you go towards darker well, shots. Well, d- darker shots. This just it creates more mood, more atmosphere. So, as opposed to shooting a romantic comedy, which everything has to be mm. well lit. Of course. Yes. Yeah. I see. Okay. I noticed that there was quite a few great, uh, CGI shots that they, that they they had in the show. Was it challenging to get those across? Um. Well, 
Shooting green screen on the film is actually pretty easy. It's really all the work for that is with the effects guys. Ah. So yeah, we had quite a few shots with CG because you know when they're carrying the guns and all that, all that light, th- those lights on the on mm-hmm. the guns and all that, that has to be put in. Oh, even the lights on the guns were. Yeah. So so that was a really complete dummy gun. Ah, I see. I see. Understand. I'll tell you what. So hold on to that thought, Chun. Uh, we gotta go for a break right now. So we'll catch you back after this with when Chun talks more about what it's like to be a DOP in Malaysia. All right, welcome back, guys, and to OTT where I have my our special guest uh, Chun, who's a DOP in Malaysia and has recently worked on Dan Ku's Cupid Co. So Chun, I wanted to ask you. That being said, now you've worked on the iFlex original series. What is it? What's it like being a DOP in Malaysia? What's your pro, What's your projects? What have you worked on recently? What's your favorite camera to use? You know. Okay, so um, when I came back to Malaysia, I started working on um, independent films with uh, Wu Mingjin. Oh, Mingjin, right? Of course. Yes. So, I'd love to have him one day. Yeah, yeah, you should. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he'll be a great guest. Yes, I'm pretty. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I worked on, on a couple of uh, independent films with him. Uh, those were screened at like the Venice Film Festival, Cannes as well. Ah. Yeah, and I, I shot a couple of uh, commercial films with him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so since then, I've worked on, on an average about uh, one feature film a year. Um, and in between, I shoot some commercials, music videos, uh, as well as documentaries. So you shoot a lot of Malaysian... I mean, you work almost exclusively in Malaysia. Can I, is it fair to say? Yes, that's right. And you often hear people talk about Malaysian content. It's it's always bad. It's always yeah. terrible. I mean, uh, is there any particular reason why? Do you think, on your, from what you've observed working on Malaysian sets? Um, I think one of the things that's um, holding us back is are the restrictions on the things we can uh, on the stories we can tell. Yeah. So unlike the ties, the ties, you know, you see when you watch their stuff, it's you know they're, they're great, and that's partly because. They're allowed to um, really express themselves. Yeah. So what you're trying to get at is that creative expression is is limiting here. Bit, yes. Because I mean, like for for movies and and shows and all that, uh, really the story is is the king is the king, right? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So, so yeah. So when you have all these restrictions in place, um, it, it just makes it harder to tell a good story. And and pl- not to mention that the fact that Malaysians still think that Malaysian content is not good enough doesn't exactly help. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. Of course, it that's doesn't right. help. Yes. So that being said, we normally what kind of cameras do you shoot on? Um, so myself, um, I'm using a camera from uh, it's called Kinefinity. Kinefinity. Um, and it's uh, from China. From from China. Okay. Yeah. So um, not many people know about this uh, about this brand. So uh, um, you know, I normally have to pitch it to producers and directors to use it. Uh, I, I but I, I love it because the image from it is so organic. Ah, okay. So, how does it compare to, like, for example, let's say, is a Red Epic? Um, okay. I mean, there's, you know, at at the price point with this camera, um, mm. you you can't expect everything the Red Epic will uh might give. Okay. But it comes close. Um, and in fact, in certain circumstances, I prefer the color. Or oh, the color of the Kinefinity. Yes. Oh, I see. So. Given the choice, given the choice and the budget, which camera would you go for, though? Which well, camera would you exclusively like to shoot with? It depends on the on the project, but uh, if a budget was no issue, it would be an Arri. Ah, an Arri. Yeah, ah, I see. An Arri. Um, also, the new uh, Panasonic Vericam. 
LT. I see. Uh, okay. That's a great camera. In fact, I shot a feature film last year with that camera. Ah, okay. All right, that sounds like good camera choices. So that being said, for for some of our newer listeners, maybe those of you who are looking to become directors of photography yourselves, do you have any advice? Hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> or well, any comments? <laughs> uh, I I guess it's just uh, you have to shoot your own stuff. Your own stuff. Yeah, that's whatever it is. Just keep shooting, keep practicing, and uh, yeah, I guess you, you just have to get your work out there to show people. Like for example, like um, would you recommend maybe they start from the ground up or? Uh, I would say yes. I would say that is a um, uh, that's a good thing to do because um, most DPs they would start from you know being a camera assistant, mm. um, and then uh, no, a second camera assistant, mm. second AC. Then they move up to a focus puller, or oh, first camera assistant, and first then, AC. yeah, and then camera operator, and then a D- DOP. Right. So, actually, since while I have you here, we might as well talk about. Uh, so, the, as the DOP, you you are in charge of the technical team. Yes, I am. Like the, the the gaffer. Maybe could you just run down the positions on the, on the set for the technical team? Yeah. Okay. So there are three main um, teams on the technical side. So mm-hmm. there's the camera team. Yep. Uh, the lighting yep. team and the grip team. So uh, obviously self-explanatory. The camera team is in charge of the camera. Yes. Uh, lighting uh, is headed by the gaffer, the gaffer. Uh, who is in charge of the lighting crew. Mm-hmm, then nice. you have the grip team, uh, which is headed by the key grip, who is in charge of the grip equipment. So uh, if you don't know what the grip equipment is, it's a, it's the equipment that's used to um, hold things up. Basically, hold things up like lights and uh, yes, lights, cameras filters. as well. So, mm. like you see dollies and all uh, dollies, tracks, tracks. Yes, those will be handled by, by the grip. grip. Yes. All right. Uh, do you have any last comments to any would-be filmmakers in Malaysia? Final comments. Final, other than to continue shooting, keep at it. Um. Yeah, I think one thing to do is that uh, when you if you're new and you reach out to a prospective. Um, Client that you want to work with, mm. maybe you don't call yourself a director of photography ah, yet, right? <laughs> um, because at that stage, uh, director of photography, yeah, it's like you have to have experience in dealing with all the departments in a in a real shoot. Um, so yeah, you you need to know how to talk to a gaffer. Yes, you need to talk, know how to talk to a gaffer to the, the to the, to key, the grip. key grip. Uh, yeah, the whole it's like managing the whole set. So you need to have that experience first before you can call yourself a. Director of photography. photography. Yeah. So yeah, to any would-be director of photography out there, just keep at it, keep shooting, know your positions and work your way up. That was Chun and uh, we are wrapping up the show for OTT. So guys, don't forget to follow us on our social media, our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at IceKachangMY or you can also visit us at www.icekachang.com.my My name is Aaron and I have my guest here, Chun. Hi, thank you. Pleasure to be here. Alright guys, that's it for OTT. Ane tetai satu? Hey, it's mine. Oh, oh sorry, dua, dua.